0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron. This is Caleb. We're just grateful just to be with you guys today. And uh, if you're, you're watching this, maybe you were looking for it at uh, 7 o'clock this morning and you noticed it wasn't there, um, you're welcome. We're sorry. <laughs> 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 but, but here we are. Here we are right now. Coming yeah, to you. That's right. That's what um, matters. On, on the day of because you matter. You matter so much that even though we failed, we still showed up here yeah. on a Friday when we were doing other stuff.
1: On S- St. Patrick's on Day. On St. Patrick's we, Day. Um, instead of celebrating the holiday, yeah. the, one of the most important holidays on the calendar. You know what? You know it's, as
0: somebody who's of Irish descent I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> But you know who is isn't? Who isn't Irish today? That's right. <laughs> but uh,
1: this is a stupid holiday.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's just because you know you, you're you're just not Irish. You know, you, no. you would appreciate it more if you were. I'm a
1: First Nations person, so yeah. I don't.
0: I, uh, I was at the. <laughs> um, I was at the. Uh, <laughs> I was at the store the other day, and I found something called Irish soda bread. And I never had it. And I got have you ever had it? No. It was freaking delicious, man. It's got raisins in it, which I'm not typically a fan of raisin bread. (sighs) um, but it's covered in sugar and tastes like cake. Anybody who puts
1: raisins in baked goods is a bad person. They
0: are. I agree. That's disgusting. I agree. And I agree with disgusting.
1: that. And I love raisins. I, 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 I don't hate like raisins.
0: I hate raisins in baked goods. Yeah. I'm not a fan of raisins at all. They didn't taste like raisins, though. And it was like the heaviest bread I've ever seen, too. It was like this ball of bread. Yeah. I feel like I could murder somebody. Like, <laughs> it. Uh, I, you know, like this, I could bludgeon somebody to death. Chunk of, which, that seemed very Irish. That seemed that very is. Irish that the food could be used as a weapon. So. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's what makes the, the Irish, what is it called? Irish. Soda bread. Soda bread. S- soda bread. Hmm.
0: Yeah. At first, I thought it said sourdough, oh. and I'm like, "Why does this sourdough have raisins?" In <laughs> they
1: misspelled sourdough.
0: <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Irish, cheese.
0: Yeah. Anyways, check us out on social media: <laughs> Facebook, See Instagram. See if we can take off
1: that people group. I am that people group. So, <clears throat> I don't know. yeah, they're always angry.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we are. It's probably because of alcohol. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So it is funny. It's one of those things I always use because, like, legit growing up, you know, we're, we're of Irish descent, whatever, and everybody, I feel like anybody who's a little bit, you know, they get so caught up in that. It's just crazy. My sister's probably listening right now, so I'm going to bag on her a little bit. That's true. She even has some, like, Celtic warrior princess tattooed on her arm. Oh, yeah. Now, in her defense, it is a sweet tattoo. Yeah. Um, and it's really well done. but At least just, it's
1: not, like, you know, Chinese characters that spell that, water or something yeah, like that. That's
0: true. So... Um, so Um, but, uh, you know, (laughs) it's, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, anyway, so (laughs) next, next week in just a few days, uh, we've got a men's conference coming up here at the church and we we're just talking about today how we've completely failed, um, to talk about this really at all, but kicking off Thursday, that's the 23rd. So in six days, we have the Awakened Men's Conference here at the church. Cost is $60. This is a three-day event. So it's going to take place um, Thursday evening, Friday morning, Friday evening, and Saturday morning. And it's going to be just incredible. Um, we have just an incredible worship plan for the guys. We've got um, five... Um, just incredible speakers. I happen to know one of them personally, um, but, uh, it's going to be, it is going to be good. It's going to be just a story changing, um, men's event. I know personally when I've, I've went to these, it's been impactful. Um, every time there's something I always pull away from it, even when I've shown up with the worst of attitudes, which does take place from time to time. Uh, And (laughs) it's great. We've got a um, couple breakfasts in there. We've got a, a dinner, what we call a beast feast on Friday evening. Um, just the food alone is worth $60. So everything beyond that is just, you know, added bonus, added benefit. So it's going to be great. We hope you can join us for the Awakens Men's Conference. Um, you can go to the website um, awaken.cederpoint.church. You can actually see some videos of, of last year's services to get an idea of kind of what that's like. Um, and then you can actually register through there as well. Again, that's church. But we are excited to do more today than bash Irish people and promote <laughs> our men's conference. Um, and so we do actually have a show planned, right? So yeah. What, what are we talking about today?
1: <laughs> uh, we're talking about community. So <laughs> not the Irish community, but... Um,
0: uh, no, you're just going to leave them out like that. Yeah. I see.
1: Oh, I mean, they have a community, I guess. it's. It's good. I mean, they have their own holiday and everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're going to talk about community, and why it's important in recovery and um, uh, the value of that and what what, what role it serves. Because, um, you know, we don't do this thing called life uh, on our own, or at least we shouldn't. I know some people try to, uh, myself included sometimes. And uh, But especially in the role of recovery, community is super important. But before we get into why it's important, the one thing we do need to talk about is that the fact um, that your community is only as valuable as you want it to be, and so what I mean by that is that um, you know community it can be an incredible resource for us. Uh, if having a strong community around us, um, and when I talk about community, I mean it's not just you know the town you live in, but I mean it's the people that you surround yourself with, it's the environments you put yourselves in, um, and um, that that only matters as much as, like I said, as, as much as you allow it to matter. So if you if you kind of just put a bunch of you know what the great philosopher Rocky says: If you you know you're hanging around with bums, then you're a bum. And um, you know, so if you
0: <laughs> more of a theologian <laughs> than, than a philosopher, hey, he mean, was both. On. He was give credit
1: where credit's due. He <laughs> was almost Renaissance man, if you would, <laughs> if you will. But. Um, now what I'm saying is that is that your your community only has value, like I said, as, as much value is allowed to have. So if 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 you put you know if you surround yourself with a bunch of you know people that you respect and you you think have a lot of um, wisdom to give you, and then you just discount any of it and don't ever listen to them, then obviously there's not a lot of value there. So, um, you know, th- this can only be an, as an important part of your life as you're going to allow it to be. And in so much times in recovery, we don't listen to those people that we we do put around us. We don't lean on those people that we put around us to support us. And um, so we lose the value of community. So it's a very important part of, um, you know, the recovery journey. But not only that, I mean, even if you're not in recovery, if you're just listening to this, I mean, this is, community is very much part of who we are as, as individuals, as human beings. That's the way God designed us, is to be in community. I mean, in the Bible said, I mean, God, God is a, you know, the triune God. I mean, God has made his own community, in a sense, right? (laughs) Um, You know, there's the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and and he created us, like I said, to be... The first time, you know, if you read the creation story, the first time where it says God uh, wasn't happy, basically, with creation was that when he noticed that man was alone, and so he created Eve. And so, um, uh, you know, from a science, from a science standpoint or behavioral perspective, you know, community um, has been proven to be very vitally important to us as well because um, you know, like as uh, what we find is people age um, they become more isolated there's, the more isolation uh, like a senior person has, the, the higher the mortality rate is um, If the more isolated somebody becomes, the the chance of um, their suicide actually goes up, so there's um, you know, there's some science behind community as well. It's not just the spiritual side of things, but like I said, as as, as human beings, we're we're just made to be in community together.
0: Yeah, and we really are, man. We see this uh, proverbs. One of the most quoted proverbs, probably, you know, iron sharpens iron, uh, friend sharpens friend, um, and you know, we get this this picture of the importance of having somebody <laughs> around us that. Um, you know, when you really look at that, that that's able to to challenge you. That's able to, um, I don't want to use stand up, but to um, to be there to not to not fold. Um, and to, to not lay over in in times where where we need them. Um, so in Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about you know the fact that you know a, a brother can have your back in, in time of need. Um, you know how can one keep warm alone? And you know a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And so we do get this picture throughout Scripture of of the importance of having a community. And then if you you know move to the New Testament in the the early church, well, what did they do? They gathered together in homes. Um, you know I love the end of Acts two. It really talks about just the coming together for for fellowship um devoting themselves to the apostles teaching to, to mills together and, and throughout of the throughout all of this because of this you know not only were they raised up and and not only did they um grow together and grow individually spiritually but then they reach more people they were more impactful um in in the community that they were in you know the. the um, the the broader community, and so it's a it's a thing that you see throughout throughout God's word, just the importance of we we need people in our lives. Um you know, we say this a lot around here, it's stolen, I have no idea who it's stolen from, but, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone, if you want to go far, go together, and and so we're all in this to go far, right? You know, again, in God's word, we see that this life is a race, you know, we're, um, but it's it's like the marathon type of race that Caleb runs, you know, the really ridiculous ones that, <laughs> that nobody wants to do, but we're looking to go far, not go fast. I mean, if you go fast, you burn out before you hit the finish line. I'm definitely line. not going fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and again, I mean, it's, uh, my kids, they do distance running, and what you got you to pace yourself um, anytime mm-hmm. you're doing that, and that's what life's about. And um, so, with that, we need people that are going to pace with us and, and see us through um, the seasons and, and to, to what's next, to what God has for us. And we need those people that that will keep pace with us. And man, if, so many times I see people that they do they isolate and they're just nose-to-the-grindstone type of thing. They wear it like a badge of honor. They wear busyness like a badge of honor. They're not committed to, to people around them, and, and they're very um, self-centered, um, focusing inwardly, and, and they burn out, and, and it's not what we need to do. Our, we need a, a valuable group of people around us, people that, that will help us. We need that community. It's necessary not only in recovery but just in life. It's what we're called to as people,
1: Yeah. And, you know, and the thing we we've (laughs) talked um, about, you know, um, talked about mentors before, sponsors before and that that kind of thing. And, and, you know, community is such a more broad uh, term or a broad idea or concept than, than what a sponsor or mentor is. Um, in that, you know, community is just the people, again, people that you're surrounding yourself with, the people that are going to be talking into your life, That is, you you know, the people you're going to be hanging around, they're not necessarily, you know, like I said, a mentor who's going to guide you through a recovery process or guide you through you know, relationship issues or those kinds of things. I mean, obviously those people are definitely a a huge part of your community but I mean, we're talking about just the people you know, you go to and you hang around and you you swap memes with and you tell jokes with and you, you know, talk about the day and, and you know, are these people uplifting you, or are they tearing you down? Are they, um, you know, encouraging you, or are they tearing you, you know, again tearing you down or um, discouraging you? I mean, so community is a, is a lot more of a broader idea than just the mentor. I just wanted to draw that distinction because, like I said, we've we talked about, this, uh, you know, in, in that. Um, that aspect of it before um but this is such a like I said, a more broad term so let's talk about what uh, community helps with obviously community helps with um support especially in recovery so um you know i was thinking about we have a guy that's uh in our in our house our recovery house right now that's posting uh, I love reading this post here lately because he's yeah, just kind too. of post- posting, you know, the things that he's doing, you know, kind of things that he's he's calling it, you know, he's adulting. <laughs> and, um, you know, just everyday stuff that he's starting to do. And, you know, when he posts that stuff, he just gets flooded with support yep. and encouragement. And that's a great thing. And like I said, I love seeing him um, post that, you know, just because he's making progress. And that's uh, obviously great. Um, but then to see everybody kind of surround him and, and come along and support him and what he's doing, um, which is really good. I mean, because, again, you, you know, a lot of the guys uh, or anybody that's been in, you know, uh, addiction, you know, they've probably isolated themselves. They burned a lot of bridges, probably not gotten a lot of encouraging words in that lifestyle um, because we don't want to encourage them in that lifestyle. And so <laughs> um, to turn around and then have. The opposite of that, where you have people, hey, what you're doing is a good thing. This is good. Keep going. Way to go. You know, uh, keep, keep pressing up forward. Um, and so, uh, obviously, that's just a huge part of, of what a community can do for you.
0: Yeah, well, and, you know, in a lot of these situations, too, when we're trying to do the right thing, you know, I, I jacked my life up so bad, you know, and, and trying to get on track with stuff was difficult. Um, but it was also discouraging, And so, you know, as we're, you know, trying to change something about ourselves or change our our circumstance or our situation, we're going to face obstacles that are going to make us want to quit. You know, the community comes alongside you and and they cheer you on, Um, you know, it's, just you know, kinda of have this thought of, you know, the the home team advantage. You know, what what is the home team advantage? Is it a familiar field or is it fans in the crowd? It it's fans in the crowd, right? Yeah. Encouraging yeah. you, cheering you on. And it does something to pump us up. And so you can play the same game um with, with your people um, and you play it elsewhere, you're going to do better where the people are there screaming and shouting and getting you pumped up about life, even if you face all the same obstacles. And so that's kind of what happens with our community and that support system that we need. Um, you, you're, you are going to face hard times. It's, it's a matter of fact. It's part of life. And when you face those, um, you need a you need a cheering section that's gonna man help you to, to push forward and and put on your you know big girl britches your your big girl panties and um, do what you need to do to, to keep focused, stay on track, to um, to persevere and to not to just not give up. And so it is important that that we surround ourselves with people that that have our best interests in mind, that don't just tell us what we want to hear, but tell us what we need to hear, and then cheer us on as we're as we're pursuing it.
1: Yeah, and, the, you know, that last thing you said was key. People, they don't tell us what we want to hear, but tell us what we need to hear. You know, and that goes to kind of our next thing is accountability is the value of, of community. So, you know, you're going to face hard times. You, you're probably going to uh, have a lapse sometime where we're going to, you know, engage in whatever your struggle is, uh, again, which you don't, what you don't need is a bunch of people coming around and saying, well, it's okay. What, you know, like, don't worry, you know, you're fine. Just, yeah. it's okay. Just, you know, what, just whatever. And, and not tell you like, okay, you know, Hey, it's not the end of the world that you messed up, but let's get back on track.
0: Yeah. Speaking of accountability and the whole lapse thing, there's a a big part of the recovery culture right now where, um, the wrong community tells you that, that lapse and relapse is just a part of recovery. It's just a part of it. You know, it's just, it's okay. Um, I don't know if you've heard much of this, mm. but, um, I've had a couple guys come to me here in the last few months talking about this. They get in the wrong type of community and that and thank goodness for them. They hear it. And like, but like, that's wrong like it's, yeah. not, it's not the right thing and so that's that's kind of why it's important to have the right accountability people because you get the wrong ones and you mess up and they said oh, it happens this is a part of part of what we're doing you're yeah. going to do that from time to time it, it's a possibility but it's not a goal and right. the wrong community kind of communicates it as oh it's just an acceptable thing to do here and there
1: yeah, that's not something we want to we want to normalize. I mean, we've talked about it before. Obviously, we we make an accounting for that in in our our program versus you know like other programs where it's like you just you know if you make any sort of mistake that's relapse and you know you're starting from square one again. Uh, obviously, we're honest about what you know the reality of the situation. That you know are are people more likely to take you know have a lapse from time to time? Yeah, is that something we want to encourage? No, is that something we, you know we're not we're not going to come around and pat you on the head and be like yeah that's just that's good I mean when my kids mess up I mean I you know I've got two 14 year old boys you know they're gonna fight with each other they're gonna say something stupid they're gonna do stupid things and I don't come around like well that's okay no I'm like hey don't be stupid you know like don't do that again no I don't kick them out of my house like all right you're out I'm done with you like you're a failure (laughs) because you you know act like a 14 year old (laughs) boy well I've got I've got like uh, 12 days yeah. until that happens. Yeah, so, yeah. so um,
0: just back their bags now. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I mean, you know, that's the thing. I, you know, there's not an expectation for them to fail, but it, there's an allowance for that. And so, um, uh, yeah, our community held us accountable. You, you have to have in a community that's gonna, that's going to actually hold you accountable to say, hey man, you know, you shouldn't have messed up, that's not, but it's not the end of the world. Let's get back on track. Let's do the right things. What did we do? What can we put in place? What kind of safeguards can we do to make sure that thing doesn't happen again, um, so we can do better the next time? Mm-hmm. But that's a uh, that's one of the, the important things about um, community is accountability. But again, only if only if they're actually if you put people around you that are going to actually do it. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough job because people don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <coughs> yeah. It is it is hard to have people around us that. Yeah, look at us and say you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're wrong here. I love you, but just uh, you need to you need to do better. You need to you need to change this, and and um, it just goes against our nature. I mean, we we do want people just to to affirm us Um, it's the sickness that we see going on in our culture right now Um, so if you want to the entirety of social media is built around Um, wanting to be affirmed so if you want to see the importance of having like legitimate accountability people just look at the direction of culture right now that's the lack of accountability and just people going around saying whatever your heart desires is okay as long as as you love yourself
1: (laughs) yeah whatever makes you feel good yeah Um, yeah whatever your truth is your truth (laughs) I shouldn't get started on that. But, you know, the, but the, there's two sides to that same coin of accountability. There's one, there's having people around you that are willing to do it, to call you on your crap, which needs to happen. The two, you've got to be willing to take it. You know, and that's, that, that means you have to be mature enough to say, when, when somebody you trust comes to you and say, Hey, you shouldn't be doing this, or Hey, you shouldn't have done this, or this is what, you know, I think you need to do, or, you know, I see this issue with you that you don't become defensive, that you go, "Uh, you you know, you're right. uh, You know, maybe initially you might get, you know, be somewhat taken aback by that, but you got to think about it and go, okay, there's, there's value in what they're telling me. This is somebody I trust. They're not coming at me from a place of, you know, trying to tear me down. They're trying to help me out. And, um, you know, I need to be. A grown up and listen to them and 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 take what they're what they're saying um, as some wisdom and and uh, act on it. So uh, speaking of wisdom, that leads me to the next one. Community helps with with, with wisdom. Now, um, there's a saying that's uh, uh, you know, a smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from others' mistakes, and community can help you with that if you're willing to to listen to it. And I'm going to say this with. Your community wisdom is only as valuable as you want it to be. Like I just said at the beginning, your community is only as valuable as you want it to be. But the wisdom that you get from the people around you is only as valuable as you want it to be. And what I mean by that is that kind of what we were talking about just a second ago with accountability is that you, you, if you can put your... Uh, we see it all the time, all the time. I can think of like three people off the top of my head right now in my life that I'm, you know, we deal with on a fairly regular basis where it's like okay, you have all these people around you that you love and trust, um, that you lean on, that you ask advice for. But then there comes a particular area in your life that you want it to be a certain way, you know, especially like in relationships. And then those people that up until this time, you've always trusted, you know, you've leaned on for advice. And they're like, yeah, I don't think that's good. (laughs) And then you're like, you know what? I know what's best. <laughs> Forget you. Yeah. What do you know? Yeah. You don't care about me. Um, that's what I'm talking about right there is that uh, when, when if, if you're not going to use it, if you're not going to allow them to speak into you, if you're not going to trust the wisdom that comes from them, again, these people that you surrounded yourself with that up until this point you've trusted, you valued their advice, um, then then it's obviously not going to help you. Uh, so was, this reminds me of... um. So here at church, we, we, if you don't, you don't go to church here, we have three services on Sunday. And apparently, <clears throat> I wasn't privy to the conversation, but apparently we're trying to, trying to do better as far as time in yeah. our services and stuff. And I was going to use this example on you, but, you know, <laughs> but Rick, Pastor Rick's not here, so I thought I'd use him instead. Um, so anyway, so we have, a, we have a, a screen at the back of our, our auditorium that... Um, we can put stuff on and we they asked me to hey will you put a timer on there so our, you know pastor Rick can make sure he wraps right. up his yeah. I
0: will say this about me personally I, I have started it'll start on this Monday uh-huh. I put little notes throughout my messages that says check timer Oh that's good and so I'm See, trying There's I'm trying. accountability yeah. for
1: you yeah. that's good yeah. So so we put on a time so they say hey cuz I it's part of what I do here at church is you know I kind of help the uh, operate our pro presenter program and all the stuff that that puts that information back up on that screen. So we put a timer up there and, um, and he just blew right through it. (laughs) And I was just, but I, but I told, I told Jake, our worship pastor, when he told me this, Hey, you know, Hey, I need you to put a timer on there. I told him, I said, now a timer only is as effective as, as a speaker allows it to be. Because I mean, I can put a timer up there. I didn't even I made it fancy. So at ten minutes, it turns yellow, and at five minutes, it turns red. So they know, even without you know, if you can't even read the, the numbers, you can know where you're at. And um, and it didn't it didn't do anything per se. Now hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll grow on that. But but you know, wisdom is the same thing. You know, we can do. You can. I mean, it can be flashing at you and saying, "Don't do this thing." And if you're gonna just power through and do what you want to do, then obviously there's no value in it for you. So um, that, that, that totally relies on you. You, you have, if um, you have all this collective wisdom around you, you know, if you've surrounded yourself with, with people that, uh, you know, are Christ followers and that have your best interests at heart, but it does you no good if you don't listen to any of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I kind of, as you are talking about that, as again, I'm thinking of people in my personal life. And so if you're like, that resembles a conversation we may have had, um, I'm probably talking about you. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you feel like somebody in your life that you have trusted that's been there for you has suddenly turned against you um, and, you know, you feel this tension all of a sudden, rather than doing what most people do and assuming that all of a sudden they don't care, you may look in the mirror and consider the fact that you've suddenly become an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, maybe it's you. I mean, cause you do, we have people that are placed in our lives. They do offer wisdom and counsel. And, and so many times, so many times, I don't, Caleb touched on it, but it just, I'll be honest. It just ticks me off to no end to watch people do this repeatedly with me and with other people. They start making a choice and, and their friends, their family, church leaders everybody's like hey what are you doing and they're just like yeah you don't love me you don't care about me it's like really like they've been journeying with you and it's it's almost always with relationships I'm just gonna go out and say it it's almost always with relationships Mm -hmm. so again if I got a conversation with you about relationship and you feel like we're against you you're probably wrong Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah but that's that's what we see. And it's like, no. Um, I mean, so often, so often people are blind. Again, when you meet somebody new, you're high. You're high. You've got chemicals going off in your brain. It impacts your ability to reason. You know whose ability hasn't been impacted to reason? Those of us on the outside right. looking in. So it's more likely that you're too high to see that they're a piece of crap. and. <laughs> The people around you are just trying to help you to see the flag. So begin to lean into the community that God's given you, not the new person. Don't lean into the new person because they're high too. They're high too off of of hormones and other stuff and and begin to really just evaluate what's being said to you by the people that have been there for a long time. Mm because yeah. it's it's more likely that they still love and care about you than all of a sudden multiple people have turned against you and that's another thing, yeah, if you have multiple people that have suddenly turned against you you're probably being an idiot yeah. <laughs> these are all indicators you know life gives you life gives you indicators to know yeah. that that you're being stupid and all of a sudden, all the people in your life telling you you're wrong. You are probably wrong. You're probably wrong. That's the most likely scenario there.
1: Yeah. If you uh, – I love this one too. If you, um, you start in a relationship with somebody and um, you feel like you don't want to share that with the people that you've been sharing the rest of your life with all up to this point in time. No. Oh, yeah. I got to keep it secret. Yeah, because like, you're concerned that they may say something then that's probably a red flag. You know, if...
0: (laughs) Let kind of jump here, we might as well just jump right into it, yeah,
1: that's what we're talking about. I mean, this is yeah, the, the 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 collective wisdom from your community when it comes to romantic relationships is is an area that you should be leaning into hard because of what Aaron said, because when we first meet somebody we're in that puppy love stage where oh, I just she's the best, he's the best, and there's nothing wrong with them, and we're gonna be so happy, and this is the one you know, this is the seventh, the one, or whatever. You know if you're on boyfriend number eight, you're like, Oh, this is this one, this one's the one, okay, right? Uh,
0: if, if you've dated more than one person in the last year, yeah, no, we yeah, <laughs> anyways, so, but you know, we come back to relationships so much in, in recovery. If you're like, Man, here they are again, harping on it, yeah, because I mean, we just see people step in this repeatedly, repeatedly, and it's kind of like, you know, when you had kids, and you had a dog, and they've ran through the backyard, and they've stepped in the dookie, and they've tracked <laughs> it all over the house, and you're like, you look at your kid, like, why did you do that again, um, that's kind of what I feel like, watching people around me repeatedly do the same thing with relationships, it's like, you've stepped in the dog crap again, yeah, again, and you're tracking it, every, what are you doing, that's, yeah
1: stop, well the reason we always come back to this is because because <coughs> I've said it before is that the number the two top things that are going to cause you to fail in- in, in your whatever it is you're struggling with are your your friends your quote unquote friends your your ride and die homies the yeah. people you can't let go of well, i'm going to give up drinking but i'm going to hang out with all my drinking buddies because we've been friends since high school, and i can't i can't you know just not hang around them, yeah, you can't yeah. That, that that is always the I mean that, that one and then romantic relationships yeah. and that is always because it's like well we've always made this joke you know uh she's struggling with meth I struggle with alcohol we don't have the same problems but we're we're going through the same thing so we can help each other out it's like, no <laughs> no there's that's never a good idea there's nothing about that that makes any sort of sense and um you know, again, you got better I'm, odds with the lottery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like stop. Yeah. And, and like you know, Aaron's talking about him again, because in, all this just comes from experience and people that we've interacted with. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna. We gotta always um, can't put out too many details because I want yeah. to tip care. off, tip off that I'm, you know, somebody in my mind that I know right now. That's like, this is again, like I said, boyfriend number. I don't know. You lost so many just lost count and it's like maybe maybe the problem is you
0: what <laughs> yeah no.
1: maybe maybe you should figure out yourself first before you go and try to What I, yeah, I
0: need I need
1: I need this man. guy to fix me I need a
0: woman to, to fix me yeah to you know, I gotta have yeah I can't be alone
1: uh, and yeah and it's just like okay so how long are we gonna last with this one you know but but again, this is where a strong community you of people that you trust around you to go, hey, maybe you should take some time off from the dating scene yeah. and figure your stuff out mm-hmm. so so you know who you are because you can't know the kind of person you need or want in your life until you know who you are and you know what you you want. I mean, it's... You're you're trying to you're trying to put shingles on a house with no foundation, and and that's and that's what um, we just we see over and over and over and over and over <laughs> and over, and I mean and again and we'll see it too. Like I said, all of a sudden people you trust, it's like oh, I don't want to share this relationship with those people. You I mean you'll tell me about you know everything that happened at work, everything that happened here, you know all the I mean all sorts of stuff I don't want to know about. And then you know I don't want to talk to you about this yeah. new relationship because uh, they may say it's not a good one. Well, that's that's what you that's what you need them for. Yeah. Because you're not going to see it. Um, so again, just the collective the wisdom of the community of your community that you built around you. Assuming you've built a good community around yourself um, is is incredibly valuable, but only as valuable as you allow it to be. So so let's talk about creating a community. Um, obviously. You can, again, your community is only as good as, uh, the you know, the quality is, is only as good as you put into it. So if you're, again, hanging around with bums, you're going to be a bum. You know, if your community is the people at the bar, uh, you know, you get what you, you get what you pay for there. Yeah. Um, so, <coughs> obviously, if you're going to look to create a community uh, that's not, you know, in, in especially in the world of recovery, people who aren't in active addiction are people to that's a good group to start building community around <laughs> because
0: well, yeah I mean it really is um but you know I always look at this too like the people that that look the way you want to look yeah yeah I mean it's like I see this all the time I mean it's again you're like hanging out with the same people I move communities completely like cities <laughs> Like, yeah, and never went back home. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we talked about that, but, you know, with science, you know, we kind of say we're the average of the, you know, our three to five closest people in our in our life. So I mean, you know, if you want to be financially successful, hang around financially successful people, if you want to be healthy, hang around healthy people, you know, if, if the people you hang around with always go to Golden Corral, which I mean, again, once in a while, I understand yeah. but I mean if that's where we're getting you know if you if you go there for lunch and you just keep eating until you get to dinner then I <laughs> well <while> financially <laughs> is a wise decision but <laughs> physically is <laughs> not a wise decision um, <laughs> I miss golden Crow too um, I'm not driving to 71st Street to no, go I'm get it either. though yeah. but um, uh, you know so so yeah so um, yeah if you want to be if you want to have a successful relationship, Hanging around people who have good relationships, you know, that's the kind of thing. So, yeah, number one, look—you got to start looking for people that that um, kind of look like what you want, right? And hopefully, that's not, you know, drug addicts. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you obviously uh, spiritual community, right? Christians is we, you know, we're going to encourage that. Seeing how this is a Christian podcast. Um, hanging around strong Christians, people who are strong in their faith, um, that's a good place to start. People, because you know what? People, um, religious people uh, are happier, have better relationships, um, have less uh, substance abuse problems, have less uh, mental issues. I mean, all those things that, you know, we don't value in society. Yeah. Religious people have less of those. So that's good. So that's a good place to start. Church, you know.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you're single, you know, um, well, if you're married, don't hang out with single people. If you're a parent, hang out with other parents. You know, find people, again, that in your season of life, in in your... in your... um, Demograph that that are going the same direction as you same desires you got to know who you are too um it's so important i mean just like when we go back to romantic relationships and have an idea of who you are um what your values are so you can find people that share those values that um, recognize your identity and we're not talking about you know cultural identity we're talking about christian identity here um just to clarify and um and make an investment um you know, it's it's and this is something that happened to me by accident. You know, my, my family kind of moved out here um, when I was uh, late teens. And so I kind of got stuck in the community that I'm in. Um, but eventually I got connected in a church. And, you know, now everybody that I, I do life with is a part of our church community. Um, I I almost hang out with nobody outside of that anymore. Um, and is that is that un- unhealthy for me? No it keeps me encouraged. it keeps me moving in the right direction. you know I have people that, that share my, my passion, my interest, my season of life, um, people that care about my children and love them. Um, almost to the degree that I care about my children and love them. You know, all yep. those things are positive. They care about my marriage. They care about, you know, where I'm at financially. And, and all of the things that, that matter to me matter to the people around me. Um, and, you know, they, they care about faith and, and doing the right thing and serving people. And so that that's, that's so important. And, and it's okay. You know what? It, it's okay that I don't hang out with anyone from high school. And that's okay. It's okay that a lot of my unhealthy family members, I don't see them. I don't hang out with them. That's okay. I don't have to. I don't have to. You don't have to. I give, I give you permission to, to stop hanging out with people you went to school with that are losers and, and stop hanging around you know, your toxic family members and just to make an investment in people that are good for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the the whole high school, I mean, like, the high school thing that kills me. You should change, right? You should mature after you've graduated high school. I mean, I'm not saying, like, in a year, obviously, but, you know, if you've been out of high school for, like, 20 years, like, the the people you're still hang if you're still hanging around those people, it's because they've matured also. And, you know, we we make... You know, they're one or two good friends that, you know, you've kind of gone through life together and you've matured together and that kind of thing. But if if you're still hanging around those people because you haven't matured, then that's a problem. Like, (laughs) I I just want to point that out to you. Maybe Maybe somebody hasn't told you that, but, like, you shouldn't be the same person you were in high school if you're 30 years old now. Like, grow up. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, you you, you got to look at where you're at in life and say, Have I progressed? <laughs> and, I mean, like, that shouldn't be a thing. I shouldn't have to tell you that, but you, I mean, maybe I do. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I do, you're probably not listening to this podcast, but, um, because you're not interested in bettering yourself, but, um, yeah, you, and again, you know, like Aaron's talking about, it, you, you don't have to hang around any of these other toxic people in your life, like, you know, family, you know, it's like if they're just not going to support or they're going to tear you down and they're going to keep you stuck where you're at or, um, you know, they're just hateful, yeah, don't hang around them. I mean, there's just no obligation to do that kind of thing. You you build your community that, again, like what you want it to look like. Um, you know, I know it's important for, we have our recovery guys, our in our house, they come to church and recovery meeting. they come to, and you know the value of that is to see that there's there's happiness without drugs and alcohol and yeah. all the things that you, 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 to see you can function in life without the thing that you struggle with and to see people modeling out those things and to see happy relationships and to see um, like I said happy people who are just happy with life in general because without you know using something to, to to cope with, um, there's value in seeing that. And so again, you get yourself surrounded by that, you know, and if you're in, you're in a current, currently in a struggle, start to, to look at that community that you have built around yourself and who are you around? Do you see, are you exposing yourself to a, a, a lifestyle without whatever it is you're struggling with? Can you, can you point to people that you're going, okay, look, they can, they can live a successful life without this thing that I'm struggling with so i can too do you have those people in your life do you have a community like that around you because um if you if some people just don't realize that's a possibility because you've just kind of grown up in that right maybe you started you know when you were young with whatever it is you're struggling with and you're surrounded by other people who are struggling with the same thing and you know you guys are all miserable together and you just never realize that there's a place that you can go you know called a church (laughs) that has people that full of people that um you know, hopefully it's a good church, that they're, they're you know, honest about what they're going through, and but they, they're living a life on purpose and value and meaning because they believe in Jesus Christ, and um, they don't need whatever it is you're struggling with to do that, and so, um, yeah, like we were talking about, you're going to, when you create your community, obviously the people around you are going to be closest to what you, kind of where you're at in your life, like I know for us, our life group is, you know, uh, mid-marrieds, I guess you could say, we're not... Young marrieds anymore, because um, we're all in the the teens to 20 years of marriage um, for the most part. But we all have kids, you know, growner, you know, growner. What is what is, what is growner? <laughs> um, grown up kids, right? We're all you know the teenagers, kind of the you know we're or, or closer to 10 that kind of age. Obviously, very very similar in where we're at in life, and, and we share those things. We talk about raising kids, you know, the struggles we have. We talk about. Um, the struggles of being married for, you know, 15 to 20 years, because that's obviously a lot different than the, the early years of marriage. And But then also we have, you know, outside of that, and then our community, if you expand it out, then, you know, there's all sorts of different types of people in our community. Or, you know, we have single people. We have um, younger people, older people, financially successful people, um, all sorts of different kinds of people that we have in our life, but that we could, we could lean on and go to, for different pieces of advice or, um, you know, life experience and that kind of thing. So, uh, there's almost like different layers, so to speak to, to community in, you know, it, it can be as expansive as you want it to be. Um, just depends on how intentional you want to be about growing that. So, yeah.
0: So I mean, no matter where you're at, um, you know, whether it's a recovery journey, just a life journey, it's important to have a community that uh, comes around you that that helps and encourage you, push you towards the things of God. Um, it's worth it's worth the time, it's worth the investment. Um, so again, we want to want to encourage you, man, begin to just look at look at your circle. If you don't have a circle, begin to build a circle, make healthy investments um, towards that. Um, but I think that's it for the day. That's it. That's it, man. We uh, we love you guys. We're grateful that you uh, just here with us. Uh, thank you for being gracious for our, our late um, episode today. Um, hopefully, you find it useful. If you were offended by it, it's probably because you have unhealthy. It's not our fault. That's on you. No, but, uh, if you have questions, or you're Irish, yeah, we're Irish. Um, if you've got questions, concerns, comments, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out uh, to the church office 918-283-2221. You you can email us at info at cedarpoint.church. Um, if you want to have a, an argument about it, you know, I mean, we, we like arguments. We like to argue. Um, we do. So conflict's fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we, uh, we will see you guys right back here next week.